Hey, Slayers. Welcome to the Chardonnay and Slay Your Business podcast. My name is Jamie King, aka The Slay Coach. I'm a business coach, educator, mom, and founder of the Chardonnay and Slay brand. Last year, I went from broke fitness coach to six figures in six months. Each week, you will hear myself, guest experts, and other boss babes just like you share their proven strategies on how to take your business from baby grave to expensive boss babe Bordeaux. It's time to show up and have your voice heard. Now pour a glass of bubbles and get ready to slay with me. Hello, hello, and welcome back, my lovely slayers. I am so pumped to have you here. Today's episode is brought to you by Four Sigmatic Mushroom Coffee. So I'm not down with promoting shit that I don't actually use or believe in. So about a few months ago, I started having extreme adrenal fatigue and just real sensitivity to caffeine and coffee. And I was experiencing highs and lows. I was like, am I on cocaine and Xanax or something? It felt like every time I drank coffee, I was crashing. And so I had my thyroid checked out. It turns out I have a low underactive thyroid issue going on right now. And my adrenals are just kind of burnt out. And I think it's due to Um, some breast implant illness symptoms I've been dealing with for a while. And I am actually going to be discussing and talking about my explant journey as I go along. But today I wanted to talk to you about how I found Four Sigmatic Mushroom Coffee and share with you something that's really, really, really helped me get over that like high rush of like coffee burnout and caffeine burnout and really just find something that has a little bit of an energy boost and it's more of a holistic approach to yes there's still caffeine in it but it has lion's mane and all other types of adaptogens to help you naturally boost your energy levels without the crash so for me i've been using um, the mushroom coffee with lion's mane and if you use my code the sleigh coach you get 10 percent off so i'll leave that in the show notes for you guys if you want to try it out fyi it doesn't taste the fucking best i'm not gonna lie and tell you it tastes really fucking good um it's an acquired taste and i love it now but i didn't at first so if you try it and you're like blah give it time i promise <laughs> all right now let's dive into today's show Hello, hello, welcome back, my lovely slayers. Today, we're talking about judgment, all of the forms of judgment. So when you feel judged by others, when you judge others, and specifically, I'm going to get down into what I've witnessed in the coaching world, and I'm going to shine a light on some bullshit, y'all. Y'all know I love calling out and speaking the truth, but I always do it from a place of love and not judgment. So how do you do that? Well, you have to have a perspective and you have to have the ability to shine light on your own fears and realize where your judgment is coming from. Now, how did I learn to do that? How did I learn to look at people with grace and give grace to myself and others when they judge? Well, for me, you guys, you know, I'm a spirit junkie. You know, I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of Gabby Bernstein. So The Judgment Detox was a book I read at the beginning of the year when it came out. So I wanted to share with you all some examples. So raise your hand, give me a hallelujah, share this on your Instagram stories if you're feeling me about you've been judged in the past 
by family members or friends or someone that didn't get your shine. They wasn't feeling it. They're not on your tribe. Like they're not about your team. And maybe they used to be, maybe they're family members, maybe they're former close friends, but someone just ain't feeling you. And that's okay. So as you get further into your personal development and self-growth journey, you will realize that there are a lot of judgy Aunt Janes in the world (laughs) and your clients are going to have a lot of judgy Aunt Janes and your friends are going to have judgy Judy's next door. And there's a lot of judgment going on, but judgment is just another way that fear presents itself in our environment. And so when something is different or strange or abnormal or not like what we are used to, people get afraid. So if you go down this different path, you are getting woke, (laughs) you are evolving, you are growing, and maybe some of the people that you used to be super close with aren't growing and evolving with you. That's hard, y'all. Like that is so, so, so hard. You're going to have to, if you are addicted to growth like I am, and just like trying to get to the next level. And you guys, by the way, there is no like make it. You never like make it. (laughs) There is no next, there is no like finishing level. (laughs) You can't like complete this video game. (laughs) Like you just keep leveling up and leveling up and leveling up. And as you level up, you will leave people behind and it will be sad and it will be hard. And you will question whether you should leave these people behind or whether you should shrink yourself to make them feel comfortable. And I'm going to tell you right now, you guys, the answer is always no. No, Sheila, you should not shrink yourself to make Sarah down the street feel comfortable. It's not okay for you to not fulfill your destiny that God has given you on this planet for growth. I mean, we were born to grow, literally. We are like little sunflowers that like turn toward the light, turn toward the sun naturally. And some are more addicted to growth than others. And you will find that in life, as you level up, you will experience this. So I'm going to give you a little storytelling example um, about how I've leveled up and how it's affected my relationships and friendships. So for those of you that knew where I came from and what I used to do, I started in network marketing. So when I started doing beach body coaching years ago, I um, remember like some of my girlfriends being like, what are you doing? I don't get it. Um, yeah, you're so obnoxiously positive on your social feed. Like, oh my God, why are you taking so many selfies? (laughs) And I remember thinking, oh, right. This isn't a normal thing. I remember being terrified to take a selfie. You guys, like I should probably attach this to the show notes, a picture of my first like sweaty selfie when I took, um, like a a post-workout selfie. I remember taking my first selfie and being like so awkward in front of the camera and not being able to smile, like thinking like it was weird. What if someone looks at me while I take a selfie? Y'all, I will take full on photo shoots and selfies in public in front of everyone now. Don't give a fuck. (laughs) But that was not me um, five years ago, four years ago, whenever I started this entrepreneurial journey online. And so for me, it's like... (laughs) wow, who was that person? I don't even remember her. But basically that girl was really, really scared. She was a lot of postpartum stress and anxiety and a big old ball of panic and PTSD and, you know, on so loft. And she was just 
in a group of women that were not her people. So I ran around with a group of women who were just the people I'd always known since high school. So we were friends and we hung out and they were quote unquote, my best friends, but really I was just trying to fit in with them. They were, they had, didn't have the same political views as me. They didn't have the same dreams and goals as me. They thought I was weird. They always called me quirky. Oh, well, that's just Jamie. She's crazy. Um, I was always like the, the black sheep of the group. And it was never like, I was trying to fit in with a bunch of people who wanted to go to the lake every weekend. And I love going to the lake. Don't get me wrong but it was just like, they didn't have any of the similar goals that I had. I was out there hustling on the weekends. I was working and it was just no longer, like we no longer had things in common. And so I slowly started to drift away. But as I drifted away, I was actually making posts that apparently were triggering this, these women as I drifted closer. So I think there was some animosity because I wasn't hanging out with them as much anymore. And then Um, I made some posts that were like talking about how I got to leave my corporate job, how I was making enough income with my Beachbody business to stay at home with my kids and how I was so thankful to be a stay-at-home mom and how I was trying to inspire other women to do the same. And so what happened was the leader of that group, the alpha, and who was also at one point in time my maid of honor or one point in time, the only time I had a maid of honor. <laughs> she was my uh, matron of honor, I guess, or maid of honor. No, matron. Yeah, she was my matron of honor. And um, I remember she said, you all, you're making moms out there feel bad about themselves. And I was like, what? She's like, you're making working moms feel bad about themselves. And I was like, well, what do you mean? How? I thought I was inspiring them to do what they wanted to do and to to pursue their passions and to quit their jobs and to start the business so that they could stay home with the kids. I thought that's what I was doing. She's like, no, you're making them feel bad. Not everybody can stay home with their kids. Some of us have student loans or something like that. I don't remember what was said. And I was like, whoa, I didn't know I was triggering you like that. But in the, in the time, I really looked at myself. I didn't realize back then that I can't, I didn't have that power. She was putting power in my hands that I didn't actually have because no one has power to make you feel a certain way without your permission. So she claimed that I was making her feel that way. But what she was really doing was projecting her current feelings onto making me the problem of those. And so I was like, oh, wow. At the time, I really apologized for it. I was like, I would never want to do that. I'm so sorry. Now I would never apologize for anything that I say unless I said something like actually wrong. Um, But I would own it, of course. But I was like, whoa, I'm so sorry. I would never do that. I didn't mean to hurt anyone's feelings. I would never want to hurt. I was just so apologetic, guys. And that is just not me now. I was not the person that I am now. And so I remember something that really hurt and ended up losing my entire friends group. Like all of those girls, she said that, well, we're all talking about you. We all take screenshots of your pictures and send them back and forth to each other. We're all making fun of you. I'm not alone. And I was like, wow, okay. So I started messaging the other girls. Are you all all making fun of me too? And basically they were like, how dare you think that? And then they all just stopped talking to me because they're like, (laughs) it was just so crazy. I literally lost all of my best friends at once. And I was like, oh my God, what, what happened? Like people I'd been friends with my entire, like since adolescence, they just stopped being my friend with the quote that said, go take another selfie, get 30 likes and feel good about yourself for the day. And that quote was like, 
stuck, it stuck with me forever. So you guys, this was my maid of honor that said that to me. And, um, I, I feel free to tell this story now. Like I don't fear these women anymore. What if they know that I've told this story, but this is the exact fact of what happened. And so I, um, I'm an emotionally detached from, but it took me years to get over the fact that to stop being triggered by these women on social media, to unfriend and unfollow them all and to like really cut them energetically out of my life and to forgive and see why they felt that way and to heal and to know that that was just their pain and how they felt about themselves being projected onto me. So it had nothing to do with me. But at the time it was very hurtful. Now I'm able to see it in a different light. But I want you, I wanted to share this with you to let you know that I've been there. I have lost entire friends groups. I have outgrown people over and over and over and over and over again. And really, it's it's not about like, oh my God, I'm leaving these people behind. You don't have to cut anyone out of your life. You don't have to leave people behind. But if they are energy vampires and they are literally draining you, draining the life from you, you need to cut them out of your life. Um, it's hard to do with family members. And if you can't cut them out of your life because they're family, you can energetically disconnect from that. That is very difficult to do. So it's a process, but I just recommend that if someone is judging you and you cannot disconnect from them, either emotionally, energetically, spiritually, whatever, physically, if you can't disconnect from a person who is judging you, I'm going to ask you to write down this journal prompt every time you feel judged. And I want you to write a letter of compassion to them. And then I want you to write, dear so-and-so, I am compassionate for you because I see why you said this about me or why you're judging me for doing X, Y, Z. I know now that it is just a reflection of your fear, of your this. And I am praying for you. I am sending you love. I hope you can heal that part of yourself. And so we don't have to actually send this letter to that person, but I think it's very healing to just witness and have grace and give grace to that person's fear and realize that it's not really about us. It has nothing to do with us. It really, really doesn't. It's not about us. It's about them and how they feel about themselves because we don't see things as they actually are. We see things as we are. So if like um, a coach doesn't like respond to your messages, like your coach doesn't respond in time and you're mad about it, you're probably already mad in general in life. <laughs> and like, oh yeah, I was just projecting my current anger and situation onto my coach. Like I've caught myself like a year ago when I was working with a coach, like I wasn't getting what I wanted or what I needed. But what I also wasn't doing was communicating what I wanted and needed. So guess what? Once you communicate what you want to need, then you're able to receive what you deserve basically. So communicating is really good to clear, clearing judgment, also witnessing judgment and realizing that it is just a form of fear manifested in the physical world. Um, it's how humans engage with their fear and how they show, how their fears show up in their actions every day. But also realizing that everyone goes through this. Your superheroes online still go through judgment, judgment of themselves, judgment of others. They are not perfect. They say things out of integrity sometimes. They make mistakes. Um, some of the top, top leaders in the personal development world, you guys, the Tony Robbins of the world, Tony Robbins made a mistake. He said he was sorry. Like everyone makes mistakes. So being able to see the humanity in people and seeing that from a place of love and not a place of like they're personally attacking you, because it's not 
it's not about us. They're not doing it personally. They're just in their own. We're all just living in our own little human bubbles, trying to survive and trying to grow that we don't always think about other humans' feelings and experiences. And so we can forgive and bless and release when we feel that judgment. So I'm going to give you a little quote. Um, So if you haven't read Gabby Bernstein's um, Judgment Detox, it's a really, really good book if you are suffering or currently going through how to handle judgment. So Gabby says, judgment is the number one reason we feel blocked, sad, and alone. Our popular culture and media place our place enormous value on social status, looks, racial and religious separation, and material wealth. We are made to feel less than, separate, and not good enough. So we use judgment to insulate ourselves from the pain of feeling inadequate, insecure, or unworthy. It's easier to make fun of, write off, or judge someone for a perceived weakness of theirs than it is to examine our own sense of lack. Powerful, so powerful. So it's easier to judge them. Here's another example of how I have judged, not how I've been judged. Here's an example of how I have judged. So an example of judgment for me would be like people, as I get higher up into the industry and more heavily connected and seeing like, oh my God, it is like high school. (laughs) Like even the heroes that I used to look up to that now I see as peers, I'm looking at them and I'm like, oh my God, you have flaws. Oh my God, you're not perfect. Oh my God, you dropped the ball here. Oh my God, you did something out of integrity. You send something slimy in a sales message. Oh my God, she lied about her sales. She doesn't actually have those sales. Like, I make posts all the time calling out the coaching industry about how so many people bullshit about how much they actually make. So I'm trying to like change the game and inspire other people to do the same by saying, hey, here's what I had in sales. Here's what I actually made in cash. Screenshot the shit or it didn't happen. (laughs) Because when you're teaching people how to make money in the business coaching world, I think it only comes from a place of integrity to share what your actual business numbers are. Um, Life coaches, I don't think you need to share how much money you're making or why you're making money. Um, Product-based businesses, service-based businesses, you don't need to share why you're making, what you're making or why you're making it. It's just not relevant to your industry or niche. But I remember seeing someone in the personal development world host an event it was a big event. It was sold, quote unquote, sold out. And then I heard on the back end, a lot of people saying how it wasn't because, oh, well, I got a free ticket and I got a free ticket and I got a free ticket. Oh, well, it wasn't actually sold out. She just gave away a bunch of tickets. Um, I remember judging in that moment and thinking, oh my God, what a slime ball. She's lying again. Oh my God. Not again. She's lying again. And I was like, wait, why do I really care? I don't care. And so when I see my heroes who used to be my heroes, when I see them as flawed, I'm like, oh, fuck. I thought when I was successful that my flaws were going to go away. <laughs> I thought that I you didn't make really big mistakes when you were that big. So it was just um, a manifestation of my own fears. So when I judge someone for their mistakes or fuck ups, it just shows me where I need to heal because I had a really big fear of leveling up to like the real big next level, like New York Times bestselling author, hosting major events, traveling across the world for public speaking gigs. Like I had a major fear of that next level shit and I didn't realize it. So when I witnessed, when you're, we're able to witness our own judgment and call it out and witness it and say, oh, this is judgment. I'm judging someone right now. That's when you're able to heal 
why you're judging, the reason why you're judging. So I think judgment is great. Judgment shows us, it's like a little flashlight, just shines a flashlight on a blind spot that we probably didn't know that we had. And it's just another place to grow and evolve and to dive deeper into a loving space and not in fear and to just fall into more abundance and look at our shadows and like what's bullshit and what's not. So I hope this episode resonates a little bit and gives you a little bit of like tools to see like your super, (laughs) your superheroes, your Gabby Bernsteins, your Tony Robbins, they're human and they make mistakes and they're flawed. And, um, I make mistakes. So I know that every time I make a mistake, I always, always, always own it. But that wasn't always the case. I remember making mistakes years ago and wanting to be like, no, I didn't. No, I didn't do that. <laughs> and so when I see people now making mistakes and then not owning it, I also trigger myself and I judge and I'm like, oh, you need to own your mistakes. Cause I used to not, and it doesn't work out good, <laughs> but we can't control other people. We can't control their feelings. We can't control how they feel about us. And we can't control anything outside of our circumstances other than our own thoughts and beliefs. And if we can always keep witnessing over and over and over, when we are feeling a state of lack or a state of judgment, to always turn back to a more positive light and love. Because Gabby Bernstein says the root cause of all judgment is the fear of not being good enough, of not being worthy of love or of not being safe. So that's another um, quote from Judgment Detox. But just in general, it's a really, really great book. So as you level up, um, you will get judged by others. (laughs) You will even continue to judge people who are quote unquote, you know, leaders, spiritual leaders. But when we always look at people with grace and with love, we're able to see them through like rose colored glasses. I'm not talking about bypassing mistakes. I'm not talking about like the hashtag me too movement about like suppressing victimhood. I'm not talking about that at all. I believe that victims need to be heard. And I believe that we need to be able to feel safe to speak out when people of power do things out of integrity but also we need to shine a light on what are we really saying here? And like, are we really saying that this person's an asshole and they're a fuck up and they're not any good? Because people, I want to break it to you guys. We want to put people into a box because our brain doesn't understand gray. Your brain only understands do, do not, go, don't go. Yes, no, black, white. The human brain doesn't understand maybe or in the middle. So when we see someone, we want to put them into a category of good or bad, um, evil, kind. Um, But really humans aren't one or the other. Not a single human is all bad. Not a single human is all good. And so we're human. And so we're gray, we're fluid, we're um, evolving and growing. And so it's hard for our brains to understand when we see someone that does some, takes an action that's bad. So it's hard to see the action is bad and not the person. So I want you to see next time you see something out of integrity that someone in the online space does, I don't want you to look at them as a human as bad, but look at their actions as bad and look at their actions just as a form of fear manifesting in the physical space. So I hope that helps you like really connect to judgment, really understand what it is, how to get over the bullshit, how to move through it, how to live life with a little more grace and understanding and abundance and um, get rid of all the lack and the shame because we all feel it. All humans feel 
shame and judgment. And it it's just a part of the human experience. And even the most personally developed people in the world still feel that shame and judgment and fear. And when we can witness it, it doesn't have control over us anymore. So I just encourage you to keep continuously growing and witnessing and forgiving yourself when you judge yourself um, and knowing that you were put here on purpose, you are meant to be flawed, you are not meant to be perfect, and then blessing and releasing and moving the fuck on because when you sit in judgment, that's when it holds you back. That's when it will um, bring your vibration down to a lower space instead of moving you forward. So witnessing the judgment and then moving on from it will really raise your vibe to a next level shit and help you get to where you're trying to go in life, business, whatever you're doing. So I hope this resonated with you. If it did, please give me a comment um, on Instagram stories, shout out, share it with your friends and shout out to Gabby Bernstein for inspiring this episode. I've been going through a lot of judgment detoxing myself this year and I wanted to give that gift with you. I'll actually put the link um, to her book It's on Amazon. I'll put the link in the show notes. So if you want to get that, you can go get that there. I love you guys. And I hope this served you. And I will slay you again later. 